Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very special single shot edition of the Double Shot Podcast with your boy Tequila Losta Don. With that being said, let's get right into it. It's a beautiful night here, live from Lillewood. It's been sunny skies and cool breezes for the last two days. And I'm sorry the Rager couldn't be here, but he had to take care of some family emergency and he's going to be out throughout the whole weekend. But don't you worry, you still got your boy here. With that being said, let's roll right into it. If I can ask you a question, what kind of crime, if you were allowed to commit a crime for 24 hours, would you commit? Would it be burglary? Maybe even murder? Would you take partake in a purge? I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I think I would probably get into theft, start stealing people's things, just breaking windows. Nothing too over the top, but maybe in a nice, cool, crap burglar kind of way, you know? Like the Night Fox. But I don't know. I always think about that. If I was allowed to commit a crime, I don't think I would commit murder. I think I have the anger to commit a crime of such heinous acts, but... I don't think it appeals to me. I don't, I don't I don't like the idea of taking a life. It's never been my flavor. You know, I'd rather help people, you know, be happy and stuff like that. But if I had to commit a crime, maybe out of survival, I would probably be theft. Oh, you got a nice radio in that car? I'll probably take your radio, huh? You got some nice jewels. Hopefully it's real. I'm going to take that. Oh, give me that. <laughs> you know, I always wonder about stuff like that. But, you know, that's just food food for thought. You know, what crime appeals to you? What do you think you would do? Think about it. Totally legal. Anything goes. You don't like your neighbor? Get rid of him. Who knows? I got a lot of neighbors I don't like, but it's all right. I let them live. But with that being said, let's roll right into it. Let's talk about a little bit about music. You know, like, I love the fact that right now 6ix9ine is doing a lot of things to grab attention again. The so-called king of New York is back in town, and he's running roughshod with his latest clip on Instagram wearing King Von shirt. May he rest in peace, sporting his million-dollar chain of that crazy-looking sunflower or dandelion or whatever it is. But he was sporting all white, laying on the ground. And shouting out, oh, that you shouldn't be wearing R.I.P. shirts without avenging the death of your falling soldier. And I and I and I kind of I kind of understand that. That's kind of true. He's like, how can you, you know, proclaim yourself to be a gangster if you don't avenge your boy? That should be first priority. But then again, why would you incriminate yourself? And if your boy really loved you, what do you want you to avenge him? I don't know. I think stuff like that is very. Very gray waterish. I don't think I would um, avenge my boy. Maybe I would drink to him, a toast to him, or maybe even find a new thirst for life to to live for him. But I don't think I would avenge him. I'm gonna leave the the avenging to the Avengers. Uh, shout out to Captain America. <laughs> but I don't know what is the breaking point. Is has six nine gone too far? And recent news, he's actually caught the attention of little Nas X sliding in the DMs. 
You know, so that's a new controversy. Uh, does the rainbow hair really mean he's gay? I don't know. What's what's your theories on that? I kind of want to know. Write me an email. You know, like shout out. Send me a text if you got my my numerics. But with that being said, yeah. I mean, what is your stance on T-shirts? Yeah, I see a lot of art T-shirts, but what did he really do to avenge them? Maybe start a GoFundMe? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what the breaking point point is? Is is six nine the next to be on a T-shirt? I don't know, but God forbid. I don't wish death on anyone, and especially a, a FBI informant. I don't think I'll ever cross that line with an FBI informant. And in 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 doing so, also on social media today, is Billy English or Elish starts firing at a males only page. She orders the page to allow women to be added or she'll have it shut down. Is she the new celebrity Karen? Have women transcended to godhood all of a sudden? What gives her the right? You know, like, who who, who let this little green-haired girl come up and use her celebrity status to give her unlimited clout power to shut down your page that you own and you set the rules by. If you don't want to accept the gender, that is cool. That is your page to do so. But I think she's clearly overstepping her bounds. Or maybe this is a paid stunt in publicity. No harm, no foul. There's, there's no, no such thing as bad advertising and promotion. Are we in an age where celebrities are getting into beef for profit? I don't know. I know 6ix9ine probably definitely paved the way, but it wouldn't be surprised that these new artists are getting in there and cashing in some chips. Now, what that also being said is that Gen Z TikTokers are trying to cancel some shady Eminem over the love the way you lie lyrics. Is Gen Z too new to comment on Eminem lyrics? Is Is Gen Z too sensitive? Are they even old enough to know who really Marshall Mathers is? Can they identify the real Slim Shady? I don't know. I think personally they don't even... They're probably choosing the wrong song to cancel Eminem over. I mean, my boy has an LP full of songs where he kills his mom, kills his step, uh, his uh, lover, and, oh, Haley's mom, um, burying them six feet under. Uh, drunks writing letters to their fans, you know, to Stan, you know, like, like, is that the song you want to cancel Eminem over? The so-called rap god? I don't know. I don't know. The internet is wild today. It's been pretty wild for the last couple of days. And I wouldn't be surprised if they would take down the rap god over something so, so simple. But with that being said, more power to you, Gen Z. Hopefully get what you get what you want. And if you don't, well, so be it. I'll continue to listen to Eminem, just like I continue to re- listen to R. Kelly, just like I continue to listen to Lil Boozy, just like I continue to listen to 6 9 and just like I continue to read whatever academics writes. But anyway, with that being said, more power to you, Gen Z. You know, last week we talked about superstars crossing over to the squared circle in the WWE. And recent news, Big Draco, Soldier Boy Tell Him, has definitely ish, uh, fired his shots at the Squared Circle, calling it fake, just like the rap game. 
and in doing so has awakened the Viper. The one person in the WWE you don't want the heat from. The one person who's who goes by names like the Legend Killer, the Viper, Randy Orton. They dedicated five years of memes just to Randy Orton for doing the RKL on several, several people online. And I find that to be the, the worst mistake you could have done. You know, you could have chosen someone small, maybe even challenged Bad Bunny, who is currently the 24-7 champion. There's a number of things you could have done. You could have challenged The Miz. He just became WWE champion and lost it within a couple of days. I think your chances are pretty strong against The Miz. But with that being said, more powers to you, Draco. You know, you started all this. You started the trend to include social media and and hip-hop music. Because I don't really call what you do rap. But I will give you that. You started a trend using MySpace and Facebook and, and Instagram when it first came out. YouTube. Cranked that. It was still in my playlist for like a number of years. It's not so right now because it's about 20 years old. But hey, you know, like more power to you. Hopefully you come out with a crank that too. You know, and, and hopefully that's your interest music to the WWE. I find that pretty dope. And I, maybe I would even like to see you become 24-7 champion. But I would damn sure pay a ticket to see Randy Orton punt your little head. You know? I want to see that head go, you, as he kicks it away. I Just like that, like a soccer, like Pele. <laughs> but with that being said... Let's continue on and also acknowledge Bobby Lashley after a 15-year run with the WWE has finally become WWE champion. And he won it off the Miz. I find that to be pretty cool. Like, you know, like I love the fact that the WWE has become very PC. Uh, Maybe in retrospect, this is all like affirmative action because currently on both shows, on Raw and SmackDown, are both black uh tag team champions the woman's champion for smackdown is black her challenger coming into wrestlemania it will be black and right one of the hottest tag teams in probably the history of of wrestling which is you know the new day has probably been towering in success because kofi kingston was a champion I would like I would like to see something with Xavier Woods. You know he's often a world champ, uh, a U.S. champion, and I think you know maybe he should wear the twenty four seven champion. That'd be pretty cool as an accent to his matches. Uh, maybe even an intercontinental championship. But on Raw, which has predominantly been the 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 mother show, has always been a white champion. So I like I, I like the fact that. That Bobby Lashley has taken the championship. He is rightfully so a heavyweight champion. Um, he is one strong individual who's been towering over a lot of his competition. I feel like his dullness has always been a hindrance to his career. But I like the fact that he's with the Hurt Business, which is also a black dominant stable. Uh, with MVP, who is a 305 native. Uh... You know, uh, I used to know his full name, but I can't I can't remember it for some reason, but it's perfectly OK. You know, just going on that. Let's just acknowledge how great that it is that the WWE, who has been notoriously discriminatory and racist with their 
style choices for the wrestlers and stereotypes they choose to cover, uh, i.e. Um, Farouk, who is also known as Ron Simmons, Simmons uh, took on an African-American role that's, you know, tied to Black Pantherism and made him change his name. You know, Ron Simmons with the widest name for the for the damn. You know, like <laughs> I don't know if I can um, roll just with the the changes just yet. I mean, you used to have Samoans dress up like tribal people, which has been a stick for that particular race of people for a very long time. So I don't know if this is like a last ditch effort to do some PC, some road work towards your image, towards your, you know, because you are now a publicly traded company. You're no longer private. You've gone corporate. So you do have to appeal to a better demographic because I will say it, and it hasn't been said before, that you have to acknowledge that black Americans are probably the biggest consumer for all products. So why wouldn't you embrace African Americans into your universe, WWE? So kudos to you, and hopefully this is here to stay. You know, I think you got the right champion finally. Um, he's been overlooked for 15 years, as I stated. So I would like to see more, definitely more. And hopefully he doesn't lose to like Sheamus, who is like super paley white, which would be an ultimate statement because he's like a super redneck. Without being a redneck, <laughs> but just, just you know, this just in also that The Rock has given a shout out to the biggest fan he's possibly has. This fan tattooed a Terramana tequila bottle onto his face, Gucci style. That's right, he's taking a page out of Gucci man's uh, Gucci man style, and you know, as he put in the ice cream cone on his cheek. This gentleman, who happens to be white, tattooed a giant bottle of Terramana, clear for the world to see, onto his face. And The Rock, the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> the Dwayne Johnson, because I feel like that's his alter ego. Gave him a shout out. Now, I love the fact that he interacts with his fans. But if a gentleman, whether he be 18 or 44... And I think the man is about 30-something. Tattoos his face to represent your newly launched product, Terramana, who happens, what happens to be a very soothing sipping tequila. Very, very close to the aromics of, I would say, whiskey. But it is definitely one of my favorite tequilas. And I would have loved to see The Rock at least cover... Not only the cost of the tattoo, but also use them as advertisement and maybe issue him some sort of check. You know, you are probably the richest superstar in Hollywood today, grossing over a billion dollars in revenue. And you couldn't have cut him a check or at least supplied him with a lifetime supply of that beautiful, soothing Terramana. And again, it's a great tequila. But... It's not as great to tattoo your face and represent the product. I think that maybe you can have a nice, cool pop flash tattoo, throw it somewhere on your body, but not your face. You know, but with that being said, I think The Rock should take care of him. Maybe put him on staff for marketing and give him a residual maybe per year. 
who knows? It is, remember, for a year, for the rest of his life, because it's on him for life until he, or at least paid to remove it. You know, like, step up. Be different. But let's continue on, because, you know, that is a little bit disappointing for The Rock, who is guns, you know, guns blazing, probably the best superstar we've had in a long time. I'd expected more. And also talking in sports, because that's, you know, sports entertainment. Tiger Woods breaks both his legs. That's right. The other week, he got into a car accident, and I think it was a Tesla product. I'm not 100% sure, but it looked like a Cybertruck. Goes off the road, and he ends up breaking both legs. He was very sentimental, not thinking about his injury, but shots out all the people who've been very supportive for him. And, you know, it's been kind of rough because, you know, you know, not, it wasn't too long ago that Tiger Woods was in scandal and caught cheating on his wife. I think her name is Nicole. I'm not 100% sure. But, and that's the world we live in where one minute you're in scandal and the next I can't remember your name. But it's perfectly okay. Uh, yeah, Tiger Woods breaks both his legs. I mean, what does that mean for the sport of golf? That was like your all-star. You know, he was like the LeBron of of golfing. You know, is there a new a new gun in town? Is it what, what's going to happen to that sport? Is it is it going to die off again? Because you know, I I think I always had a theory that Tiger Woods kind of just brought it into fruition because you know into the light. I don't remember watching golf or hearing about golf before Dave Chappelle get a skit on Tiger Woods playing golf. And Tiger Woods being drafted by the Asians in the great racial debate and and draft. So I mean that that's your boy. What's going to happen to the uh, world of golf? Is his career over? Is he going to retire? Can he bounce back and win a championship? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't watch enough golf to tell you that. But I just did find it pretty interesting that the face of golf will not be in the light where he once was. And how long will he be out? How? What's the fastest you could recuperate from two broken legs? I don't know. It, it, does, it does seem pretty hardcore. You know, you break both of your legs. It's not like you broke your ankles. You didn't sprain anything. You legit were in an accident. It could have cost you your life. And now you may or may not know if you can do the one thing that you were born to do. Let's find out. I, I look forward to that. Nikola Jojic wins his 50th triple-double in career matching Will Chamberlain's record. Will Chamberlain is a beast, or was a beast in his time. And you set a re- you, you not only met those expectations, but you're about to surpass them. Nikola Jojic is from the Denver Nuggets, and I love that team. I loved them last season, how they went Final Four. I loved how they pretty much swept the Clippers. Um, I'm, I'm, I wasn't a little too happy that they traded off some key players to the Pistons, but, you know, I understand if your salary cap is too high and how are you supposed to pay for these players? And I feel that's what they do now. They book these super teams. They try their best, and if they fail, they just break them off and sell them. Well, I have an idea. Sell some of those great players to the Miami Heat. We we would love to take them on and and you know show them our tutelage, and that way we can secure our ring. 
you know, you had a great run. I think you should be, you know, very, you know, charity like and and give us those resources. We will gladly accept them. <laughs> but shout out to the Denver Nuggets and Nikola Jojic. Congratulations. With that being said, you know, the Miami Heat lost to the Hawks, but they won tonight. And and I find that to be great. You know, the Pelicans are a very strong team. I did notice that Zion was not was not in on the court. So I'm wondering if Zion is hurt or is he just taking a break? Um, I don't know. But if I tell you what, if you know the Pelicans don't want Zion, we will gladly take uh, what's it called? Their, you know, their resources, and also implement them to our arsenal here in the Heat. We would definitely cash him out in his contract. Maybe even give you a few trades. I don't know. I don't know. Just give us a phone call. Call Big Pat. You know, call the Godfather. He'll take care of you. You know. Now I did notice. I did notice that Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler played today, and he was phenomenal. And him coming in in the last seven minutes of the of the fourth quarter really made a difference. We were leading from three to five points, and we shot up to about ten, which was amazing. Had my attention from beginning to end. And he certainly proves why he is nicknamed Jimmy Buckets, because he definitely gets them. You know? Also been paying attention to the Lakers. And the Lakers were supposed to play the Kings, and I was wondering if that was an easy win or challenge. I didn't, I didn't see the game, but I'm definitely interested to know if we're gonna enter, you know, the finals with the Lakers again, or is, is it gonna be the Brooklyn Nets? And I think that's always gonna be a topic of discussion. How far are the Brooklyn Nets gonna go before they burn out? Are they going to go all the way? Will James Harden receive his ring finally after uh, about a decade in the league? Um, what's going to be the condition of Iguodala? Is he going to be – today he was struggling about, you know, doing simple dunks, and then he had to overexert himself to do a monster dunk, and he left the game shortly right after. I don't know if he was doing it to prove a point that he's not getting older, but I would like to see more from Iguodala, maybe on a on a special teams role, you know, maybe helping uh, Udonis Haslam on the sidelines. But if he can't play and he still wants to play, maybe we should trade him and get somebody younger, someone younger, taller, and stronger. I mean, there's no shame in the game. I mean, you reach a point where, you know, you have enough rings uh, what are you trying to prove? I mean, are you just trying to ride the waves like Udonis? You know, shout out to Udonis, you know. But, you know, like I do c- consider it unfair that you have a salary locked in and you are really aren't contributing on the court. You know, and if, and if you want to be a salary employee, then maybe you should work for the organizations directly, but not as a player. You know, but that's just my opinion. I'm still a Heat fan. And I just expect more, and I hopefully get to see him at least in the top four, you know, secure the seat. Because before, I don't think we were even seat six in the league last season, and we made it all the way to the final dance. I don't know. Let's see. Let's find out. Lloyd Pierce, head coach of the Hawks, has been fired. 
uh, that was effective yesterday. Now, my question is, was it too soon? You know, there's a lot of the season left. They're not, we're nowhere near playoffs. Was it too soon? Who is it take the reins right in the middle of the season? Why would you get rid of the person who plans the plays in the middle of the season? You, is it going to be Doc Rivers taking over? I don't. I know he's in the, in the Pistons, but or in the Sixers? Was he? Is he in the Sixers? I'm not 100 percent sure, but but who are you going to have? Who do you have? Are you going to take someone from the college? NC, NCAA? Is it NCAA? But anyway, let me not talk about something in depth that I'm not 100% sure of. I just know it just doesn't make any sense to get rid of a coach in the middle of the season when you should be getting him, you know, rid of them at the end and see the results, you know, judge by the results, but not during the process. In recent news, Jake Paul, YouTuber, comments on Canelo. Now, there's been a little bit of a brew between them because when Canelo won his championship, he kicked out two people wearing Jake Paul merchandise out of the ring during the the victory lap, as you can say. He saw the shirts and he kicked them out. Now, Canelo was quick to say that he thinks Jake Paul is an embarrassment to boxing. I don't know. I don't know. I think he, he definitely does what he needs to do. He grabs attention. He's bringing eyes to the sport of boxing. Because honestly, I don't see much in the world of boxing. Who do you have left? Mayweather barely fights. And I think he's technically retired. Uh, Pacquiao, is, I believe, is in a different league now of boxing. And he pretty much semi-retired. So, you know, what is what is left in the world of boxing? I mean, Tyson had to come out of retirement, do an exhibition bout with Roy Jones Jr. And even that was kind of softly played. We all know Tyson won that fight. Roy Jones, uh, maybe, maybe he, he should have just stayed retired. You know, the last thing you need to do is tarnish your legacy, whether it be an exhibition fight or a real showdown. When you're too old, you're too old, and there's nothing. There's no shame in that. You're a champion before. You're a champion now. In my eyes, just sit on the bench. <laughs> you know, I'm not a hater, but I'm definitely not feeling the vibes. Now, in, in most news, the stimulus check has been altered. That's right. Now, instead of getting two grand, we're gonna be getting fourteen hundred, and it'll only be to a selective few who will be receiving these checks. Mainly the unemployed and anyone making in a single household uh, less than 75000 I believe. And in a joint home, less than 160000 Now, I honestly think that's pretty fair considering that they were, cons- they were ruling for 50000 or less and a hundred k or less, you know, which is a very, very small pocket of Americans. Essentially, what we're talking about is the middle class. You're actually looking out for the middle class versus the high class. And I agree. If you're still in the high class after all this COVID activity, the shutdowns, the restrictions, and those restrictions that didn't harm your industry, you shouldn't be getting a, a stimulus check. I think you should be getting hazard pay. You know, continuous hazard pay for every day that you, you know, clock into work. 
you know, maybe shouldn't be covered by your actual employer. Maybe that should be covered by a federal government because this is an epidemic. That is, this is global. It is not your fault. But throwing $1,400 your way for just, you know, being alive and an American citizen doesn't really quite cut the cheddar with me. I mean, why should you get 1400 Now, maybe you should get lessened bills. I, you know, we still need money to, to be flowing through the economy. And we can't keep relying on stimulus checks and inflation. You know, because that's essentially what you're doing. You're introducing new money and increasing the inflation of the dollar. And it's going to reach a point where the dollar means absolutely nothing because you have too much money in circulation. What are you going to do? And it's not necessarily, you know, that you're giving out free money in unemployment because although you're not charging state taxes, federal taxes are chipping away each and every check, about 10%. I know this from personal experience. And it's definitely not fun when you have to pay the receipt. But I digress. I understand there's systems in play. But if you issue something, please understand the ramifications of what you're issuing. You know, maybe we shouldn't be at a point where we're having to pay and buy everything. Maybe certain things or resources like water and food should be free. But who knows? You know, there's definitely room to grow. And I hope, you know, we will reach a president where we can definitely, um, you know, look out for the American person versus a select few of Americans. But with that being said, it's been a wonderful time here and live from Little Winwood. And I want to wish you guys a good night and thank you for tuning in and the shingle edition of this show. Thanks.